Sensing it. Brought to you by NEPA. NEPA is a global consumer science firm providing dynamic intelligence to brave marketers. And Sensing it is a thought leadership property focused on making market research fun, inclusive, and accessible. We hope you like it and stay curious. In this episode, I'm joined by Viral Jani. Viral Jani is currently the EVP and country head for Timesbridge India, the global investments and ventures arm of the Times Group. In his current role, he is responsible for leading the growth and success of a very dynamic brand portfolio. With over 16 years of experience in media and technology, Viral has played an instrumental role in leading projects and driving success across domains. Hello, Viral. Welcome to a very super fresh and super fun initiative from Nepal, Sensing It. I'm so happy to have you here after the multiple collaborations we've had in the last few years. Hello, Isha. Thank you so much for having me and it's a pleasure to be here and congratulations on this new initiative. Thank you, Viral. Uh, so let's jump to the theme for the day. Kafi jaldi, uh, let's just get to the main conversation. And I'm using that word because the whole conversation is about being agile. Yeah. Now, business owners, and decision makers today we will have no patience we know it we are part of the drill and the emphasis on agile decision making which is the topic at hand today is just increasing in all across our life be it like personal or professional etc etc so what we will be diving deeper into uh, for our listeners today is going to be the art of creating better with agile decision making now i'm going to quickly throw numbers at you uh, we did a bit of desk research a discovery research at nepa and we found out that there was a global survey that was done in 2019 which said it was i think around 2000 respondents and it said that only 20% of the people felt that their organizations were actually agile yeah like they truly felt that decisions were moving at a faster pace and another interesting fact that i also saw was that half of them were spending 30% of their time in just making decisions <laughs> i'll take a pause there <laughs> because that's like a big number yeah. and in fact at nepa in the last 3 years when we have been looking at time reporting and just the way we do business we have seen and uh, you know this gap uh between the time that we spent on management decisions and internal meetings and we are trying to actively bridge that gap and get it to squeeze to a leaner matrix just throwing it at you what are your starter views on this just to kind of step, take a step back right um if you look at how organizations and uh, you know uh, behavior of people working in organizations has changed over a period of time i mean you know there have been a lot of transformation that has happened in our lives uh, you know technology adaptation uh the way we work obviously now uh, remote work is becoming a, a norm and all of that um so all of these are uh, you know affecting the ways we sort of uh, you run know businesses. Uh, run businesses yes. and we as business uh, owners and and someone who's running an organization we have to be constantly be looking at data i think that's really important and with technology it's become very easy to sort of collect data in real time so right? true yes and 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 all of that has um helped us in sort of making our uh, agile decision making even better and i think the more cues you pick up the more you sort of learn from the environment and um, how you know various things are changing around you i think you can make these changes really fast uh, i i recently read yeah. somewhere that you know um, uh, we are we are looking at a, a scenario where people are doing more meetings than doing actual work yes. right and and that is actually affecting productivity you know one of the things which the research said was that your cognitive ability goes down where you're constantly through. just like yeah. doing meetings after meeting and meeting and a lot of that is happening because um, you know people are just so easy it's nowadays so easy to just do like zoom meetings so, um, yeah. and so uh, productivity is getting affected so 
one has to be really careful and and we as business uh, you know uh, people who are running the business we have to be constantly be on top of this and so we have taken many initiatives in our organizations to make sure that we sort of reduce these kind of uh, you know instances wow. so yeah so uh, it's an interesting time to be in and um, you know agility and business decision making is is a very very critical part of uh, what you do yeah so it still goes hand in hand agility Absolutely. and decisions can be talked about Absolutely. together i really like your perspective on uh, one point you mentioned about cognitive biases and like cognitive decision making reducing yeah. and and it's so interesting that so much of data points uh, that we are using are leading to the gut the leadership gut yeah. or the decision making gut going a little shallow yeah. uh, and i want to like talk a little bit more about that before we jump to the practices mm-hmm. uh, you all are taking at times bridge so very quickly going to your life story itself right in terms of decisions uh, you started your career very interestingly in media right yeah. and you jumped on from different paths and right now you are handling a massive portfolio in like a investment arm yeah. that is a shift that yeah. would have taken a lot of decisions on the way i would love to know some uh, personal stories around there like like for example for me and and also you know like decisions that you've taken apart from that quick reel that we just shot <laughs> which was the first reel uh, for your life yeah, i believe yeah there's always the first time yes, right yes <laughs> there's always the first time so what were those decisions uh, that you yeah. took on the way we i think one um, there are many obviously decisions that i i took and that were yeah. uh, interesting but i think one which really stood out for me was um you know early 2010s uh, like that decade uh, was a big shift happening in the in the media industry and yes. obviously social media and uh, video platforms digital video platforms and consumption of of uh, content itself was moving uh, very very fast uh, towards the digital and i think me uh, sitting in a sort of so called traditional media house at that time uh saw so that that was obviously not going to you know uh, uh, be a great sort of way to just keep on sitting and you know not do something about do something it right and, and progress and, and progress yeah. and sort of uh, be ahead of the curve and so i i was one of the early adopters of uh, you know just making that shift happen right and me uh, as a as a person who was kind of running a certain division at that time in the, in that media business uh, i started working very very closely to sort of um, you know drive the transformation of, uh, of from a traditional media house to a digital yes. side yes uh, and i worked very very closely with all uh, external stakeholders as well at that time right working with some of the biggest uh, you know pl- platforms like you know facebook at that time twitter, twitter youtube yeah. and all of that uh, so i kind of let that digital transformation happen uh, in my organization this was at times television um, and it was really magical right i mean uh, the fact that we moved the needle from uh, just being tv to tv plus social plus tv plus digital all the new and, media that and was all the, and all yeah. them and that had a huge impact and uh, i'm really proud of that the kind of work wow. that i could do it too it was also very interesting at that time that um, you know 2014 was sort of also pivotal in many ways because uh, elections happened and and i was in a sort of quasi news uh, yes. you know platform at that time uh, so we were really ahead of 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 curve, curve. In, in that that time and we saw you know amazing results uh, and so yeah that was like a in my view probably one of the most pivotal uh, sort of moments in my career and decision that i kind of reacted to a certain scenario yeah and it just uh, made and, sense to and, be and, very and then fast from about there yeah. i obviously fully sort of pivoted to the to the technology side uh, having worked at twitter and now at times bridge uh, where our portfolio is uh, technology forward digital forward sort yes. of uh, companies yeah. but but actually i just want to hang in there and ask you uh, this 
pivotal shift that you made, right? It, it of course made sense from traditional to a cross media yeah. scene that the world was changing into. What yeah. was going on in your mind? Like, what was the thing that your mind was saying when it came to making this? Okay, this decision is right. It's uh, going to add some quality to my life. Yeah. What was the brain voice? I think I I feel like somewhere at the bottom of the heart, it was more like FOMO. Because I was seeing, yeah. I was seeing okay, was a it? lot of, okay. I was seeing a lot of our, um, you know, a lot of global companies at that time, sort of making that shift happen. Yeah. Uh, and I was reading a lot about how they were doing it, and I really wanted, like, to be the first one in India to do it. And and so a lot of uh, partners at that time I worked with, they still tell me that I was the first sort of India call that came to them. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it was actually based on from a very, very infine, uh, like more from not a fixed mindset perspective. Yeah. But it was more about uh, just being the early adopter. So early, early adoption adopter, was the trigger of the it, agility. It was a big thing. It was a big thing. And I think that yeah. was, um, and, and again, we, I didn't know, like I tried many things, right? I mean, I was talking to many stakeholders, many different types of uh, folks. And uh, it really sort of, some of them worked out, some of them did not work did out. Did not work out. Right? So that's a, the other thing, right? So yeah. just keeping an eye on, uh, you, you'll never know what works yeah. in, when, yeah. you're, when you're starting. Uh, so you have to be constantly be uh, looking at whether it's working, it's yeah. not working, evaluate yourself. And, Look and, and at your that's options. And, and I think exactly. what you're also trying to say is that it's also about failing faster. Exactly. Agile decision making is also about failing faster and then recouping and having a strategy be behind it. Uh, because I, this was very relatable because for me, uh, three years back, uh, I think there was this decision to continue being in the research focused space, which I still am in, yeah. but also to maybe take up something more on the management size. Exactly. And, and it was, I think, the brain voice for me, like for you, it was FOMO and early adoption. Yeah. For me, it was more of an infinite mind yeah. space that let me, what, am, what, what do I think uh, yeah. that I'll, I'll be doing a few years from now? Yeah. And that totally made sense. Absolutely agreed. And I think there's one more yeah. angle to the way I was thinking about us that I was not necessarily making a shift which was completely different. It was still from, relatable. So yeah. it was all keeping the old, the good of old and uh, trying something new, new. And, and experiment, right? So if you look at my career, I've always like kind of taken that sort of shifts yes. where I've kept something of old and then sort of built on the future. Yeah, no, that uh, the philosophy of being a little creative about yeah. about the steps. But jumping on to the word, uh, because creative, uh, mm. you know, just gives me, uh, it is very relatable to agile decision making. And yeah. I've been thinking a lot in the last two days itself, mm -hmm. uh, when we have been shooting this podcast, we have been working with like a serious bunch of amazingly creative people. Yeah. And uh, what happened was that we are so linear in our thinking as a research agency. Mm -hmm. And we were working with a creative agency for the first time. <laughs> and the processes were completely different. Yeah, And what really was striking me hard was that agility was not just in processes and the creative freedom yeah. was more when decision making was decentralized between yeah. the two partners and it was it made sense it was still not the way that we work as a research firm we love our excels we love our structure you mm -hmm. know it we, yeah. we are in the same business <laughs> yeah. uh, but it it was an eye opening thing that agile decision making could be also about fluidity what is your take there has there been you know change in terms of people finding out something amazing at your end mm -hmm. when uh, structures were decentralized or maybe on the performance side yeah. you want to speak a bit about that yeah so i think the way at least i look at it is yeah. there are three broad structures yes. um, one is you know, there is processes is one part. It's important. It's really important because uh, if you don't have processes, then there are chances that you may get go away. Now, yes. it is sometimes doesn't feel like that uh, when you're implementing it, but still good to start. So processes. Second is goal setting. 
very very important again can be um, you know tricky if you don't have uh, goals and that's again something I'll, and i'll briefly talk about it a bit later and then the third part is where communication and culture right ah, i think that's yes. like super I think, important yeah, the, the so gold think, one yes <laughs> so i think that's uh, and all three put together will create magic and um, you know times bridge is in a very unique um, i would say space because um, you know we are like the bridge on one side we are uh, bringing in very diverse global uh, partners. partners we work with very very different types of teams over there um, True. and then on the other side we, there is also uh, times group which is again a federated structure multiple teams within it and then there are many other uh, non times group partners that we are sort of enabling for our partner uh, global partners so it's a very good mix and and so we as team have to be very very agile we have to make sure that we are um, uh, uh, reacting in in real time and at the same time very very communicative and build a culture which all of this like kind of ties all this together so and so yes. just to give you a small example one process that we follow is what uh, we call OKR so basically the OKR system or the goal setting system that we have usme it's very simple right I mean the junior most employee has the view on the, what the CEO is doing uh-huh. and yes. they can bring up whatever they feel you know in terms of feedback that they can share with us so that's the wow. kind of transparency and communication no hierarchy that we have set up that that's a very very interesting piece and i think is so nicely related to the decision making part that we are talking about yeah. so okrs transparent systems and i think you can call it kpis the way you said kuch bhi ho sakta hai lekin at the end of it what you said is it's a very hierarchy neutral structure matlab koi bhi at any level at yeah. any designation can come it's so decentralized that the opinion will matter exactly. so i have a question and actually just a thinking point does education the experience the so, age does it even matter in the point of so decision I'll, making so that's a very interesting point and okay. i really was hoping yes. that you know we can bring this up somewhere but my um, one story which i really feel personally sort of passionate about and probably i have not spoken that on public forum ever wow. is okay. the fact that um, i back in my day right i mean my childhood or not not childhood but let's say younger age um, i was i completed my 12th uh, so i'm born and brought up in ahmedabad uh-huh. uh, uh gujarati uh my mother tongue is gujarati so you know probably you can see in my accent as well oh uh, i couldn't figure out the Guj- <laughs> okay. gujarati but okay. i didn't know right. yes uh, so so you know after 12th um like every other uh, you know person uh, passing out of science tw- 12th we had two options like you know medical or uh, engineering and the, I, I i was leaning towards engineering and i i got through engineering um and then one year into that i just didn't enjoy myself like it was just a very very different culture i had very different dreams about it and what i experienced was very different what engineering were you doing uh, so what i got that? into civil engineering civil civil uh, and it was so those bridges say times bridge exactly <laughs> sorry for <laughs> the fun but then but then so, yeah. one year back yes. one one year later into like the engineering yeah. i basically i said i can't do it and so okay. i took a very big decision at that time which was actually a big social stigma as well for everyone around that i left engineering and i actually went ahead and you know did my bsc bachelor so in science i left engineering and i did my bachelor in science mm-hmm. and i knew i was i was doing this for a reason and basically what i wanted to do is i i knew i am not enjoying engineering i wanted to get into uh, you know an mba program the, and, the management side of things management and side and, and hence i decided yeah. that i need to focus on just getting a graduation done and i thought like getting a bsc was the fastest and easiest way to do it 
and also it will allow me to prepare myself for CAT and all the other competitive exams. And I think that's the big decision that I took against, you know, my parents probably had a very crazy time explaining that to their relatives or whoever, uh, but I eventually did it. And it worked out. I went through, uh, you know, my BSc and then got through MICA, which is a, one of the top, uh, you know, schools at that time and still is one of the best schools, B schools in India. Uh, and then the rest is history, right? Yeah, I mean, and I, I took a know. took yes. a took a, um, a media route into technology. What a story, actually, because this was such a good example to say that agile decision making sort of it's not about the professional lives; it's also your personal lives and how you have used the cognitive abilities, the gut feel that you had gut at different feel. points, and the whole ability to and take risk against and all uh, yeah, norms odds. that you had to kind of uh, go through societal yeah. norms. Thank you for sharing that, Viral. So, Viral, you talked about culture and that word is so misused as a corporate vocabulary. Yeah. Values hai, fir hum usko redesign kar yeah. Sometimes, for example, in our case only, we had entrepreneurship, passion, innovation. Then we rejected it okay. and then we started calling them, we cut the crap and etc, etc. But then I have an important link to, you know, this whole uh, transparent and open systems that we are saying. Mm -hmm. So, values ka actual meaning kya hai? Like what for the listeners specifically, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of uh, listeners for us are students and working yeah. in startups. What does it even mean to have those values? How do you use them at your end? Yeah, yeah. So, I think um, it may be one of the most, um, not, you know, inappropriately used term. But I do feel that uh, it's really important to... Um, you know, culture and, and values are such an important part in your day-to-day. -day. And yes. I have seen many organizations, especially the new age organizations. Um, I see that happen a lot with our global partners. Yeah. And then Indian companies as well are seeing exactly. that. Is that um, they have started using values in a big way to sort of internally communicate and, and share, right? So, give you a very small example of what at least we do time space, right? So, we have something called uh, value champions. So, on a okay. quarterly basis we reward folks who have gone out of their way to, uh, you know, and so we have like five values and we basically um, uh, reward employees based on uh, one particular value that they may have gone ahead and sort of uh, done in a particular project. Yeah. Right? And okay. so, so it's like a uh, cultural values in practice on a quarterly basis. And, and I think so you that take is that being, seriously. So we, we take it very, very seriously. And it's a it's an important thing. And I think this is what I'm seeing across many organizations yes, as well. True, true. And it's a it's a very good trend. And I think uh, it allows people to uh, identify very, very closely with the, the core of the organization that you're working. No, it does. I think it's just not about defining the values as you're saying it, like in say two, three words. And uh, I think uh, Reed Hastings has done this fantastic job on culture yeah. in uh, rules no rules right yeah. where he has really brought this point of culture book and created and defined values on what does it actually mean to be open yeah. and openness means that you don't have to take permissions for every bill everything in terms of commercial sense that you are trying to seek from your organization like you can just take a decision be mm. very responsible about it and i think that is a great example of how a value can be imbibed by an organization to be honest well that was all for today uh, on agile decision making a heartfelt thanks to our guest viral for joining us on this very insightful journey if i were to sum up today's episode in three takeaways that you could take home in developing your decision making abilities and making them faster one would be just sense your calling and listen to it believe that gut second would be believe in communication which is fearless third if you're bringing in an organization or trying to create some agility in your current setup try and build a culture 
which can explain the value system. Thank you for tuning in. Behind the magic of sensing it are the brilliant folks at Nepa, our agency house of Ritika, and all our wonderful guests. We hope you are enjoying all the action. See you next week. Find us on Instagram at Nepa India.